0: and now we're going here we are Brain Pub Network Studio B B. most people didn't even know there was a Studio B actually I used it one other time I used it for one other public service announcement when we were moving from the old channel to the new channel Um, but but I'm here now fortunately uh, Studio B also has a fully stocked bar so I do not have to forego my customary rum old fashioned. This is now. I didn't take the liberty of adding the um, the scotch floater on the rum old fashioned because I feel like that's starting to become traditional as well. But I'm just I'm just sticking with the regular thing here.
1: We're also tied on scotch. Uh, we're ever on scotch. And, uh, and for so, full transparency, there is no bar. There, there, there's always a bar.
0: There's always a bar. A bar. A no bar somewhere. Your bar. Your bar, I'm trying to come up with something that sounds like home is where you hang your yeah. hat. Your bar is where you forget your everything. <laughs> so your bar, your bar is where your smile lies. Uh, so today's today's exciting episode. And your intelligence dies. Is and see, I'm not really like. Should so I look at the camera when we do it like this, or should I not? Should yes, I look so at you, you? should look at the camera. I should look at the camera.
1: Um, Speak to the people.
0: Uh, because there's no guests, obviously. But what we want to do today. And uh, this was actually Trevor's idea, uh, was that we started this show early on, on based on this notion of the American dream and, you know, most of the time we don't really talk about the American dream itself like, it. <laughs> I know this is a little awkward, maybe I need to put this over here. That. That's better. There we go.
1: Yeah. It's so much better.
0: It's uh, <laughs> teetering on the of the anxiety. mic apparatus. Um, we don't usually hit the topic head on so much because we don't really want to get into like a lot of academic discussions. We want to talk about real people in real life. However, um, we thought, Trevor thought, maybe, maybe this would be a good time to go back, look at the original, uh, at the original, the OG American Dream right here and uh, see what I did. Epic of America. Um, and then I want to look at what some people, <laughs> he's looking at me like. See what I did there? Absolutely nothing. I not, nothing. I did absolutely nothing. Uh,
1: page four hundred four. Let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. Let's
0: not talk about what we're going to talk about. Let's just talk about what we're going to talk about. Uh, Freaking keynote. <laughs> page four hundred four. I still think it's funny it that is. it's on four hundred four. It is funny. And uh, and here is where John Truslow Adams says, "All right, folks. I know you've heard me say this before, but I just want to. I want to get go, jump from this." to what people are saying today and I think it's good to have have the original anchor in mind. So, anchor in mind. Here's what he says. If as I have said, the things already listed were all we had to contribute, America would have made no distinctive and unique gift to mankind. If you want to know what those things are, you got to go back to 403 to find out. I'm not going to do that. But there has also, but there has been also the American dream in the way of contribution. The dream of a land in which life should be better and richer and fuller for every man and woman. I think that was inclusive. With opportunity for each according to his ability or achievement. Uh, And then he goes on to say, It is not a dream of motor cars and high wages merely, but a dream of a social order in which each man and each woman shall be able to attain to the fullest stature of which they are innately capable and be recognized by others for what they are, regardless of the fortuitous circumstances of birth or position.
1: Um, I like how he says it's not a dream of motor cars merely. Merely. Like it's still like a cool car is still like
0: cool. Well, car it was to 1931, have, so
1: not everybody had a car yet. Right, right, but he's, he's and saying. And almost no one had a TV. But he's um, some very fast puppets though fast puppets no but like he said it's not he he could have said it is not a dream of motor cars it is a dream of all this other oh merely stuff but it's not merely so like you still have a cool car and, like, yeah it's still, still yeah it's, still it's nice. not it's exclusive
0: nice. of motor cars um, uh, there's another the part here car. that I haven't that I have I have marked with a pencil that I, I don't think we've ever Mentioned on the show, but he says no. Rumor in the eighty-year-old book, uh, in ninety years, the American dream that has lured tens of millions of all nations to our shores in the past century, or if we update that, just in the past two weeks, has not been a dream of merely material plenty, though that has doubtless counted heavily. It has been much more than that. It has been a dream of being able to grow to the fullest development as man and woman, unhampered by the barriers which had slowly been erected in older civilizations, unrepressed by social orders which had developed for the benefit of classes rather than for the simple human being of any and every class. And that dream has been realized more fully in actual life here than anywhere else. So notice he doesn't say that has been realized perfectly here, but more fully in actual life, here than anywhere else, though very imperfectly, even among ourselves. So what he's saying is, here in America, we're doing a whole new thing,
1: and and it's better for everybody. Now, but what have those everybody's said? Because we've had some of those everybody's. We've yeah, had twenty. We've had six. We had, what, 32? This is, well, this is going to be episode thirty-three, I think. So, so we've had. Not including me from the last one, but like... Yeah, that one doesn't count. We've had probably like 30 people. Yeah, at least. Yeah.
0: Nobody has really come out and said, The American Dream is bullshit. You could argue it's because I picked people who wouldn't say that, but I've been trying to pick people of a a variety of viewpoints, and nobody has said it. However, if you'd like to be on the show, and you'd like to come on the show and say The American Dream is bullshit, we are happy to have that conversation in a civil, intelligent manner. Now... Here's some stuff I found, to this effect. Uh, first of all, and we don't have the we don't have the fancy, trip. Can you pull it up? Capability here. Not kick rocks, uh, your own old man. However, I can. I'll just give you the gist, folks. Now, this is an article from June fifth, a few days ago, uh, in the Deseret News, the Deseret. Not Desert News, but Deseret News. And it looks like this is a like a a newspaper in Salt Lake You're City, mind. Utah. Oh. Utah. Oh. And it says Does the working class believe in the American dream? Um a new Deseret News Harris X national poll reveals a working class who remain skeptical of the American dream. They remain skeptical. Although there's a picture here of a family that looks very happy. They're playing some sort of game on the floor with their toddler, so... They don't seem that unhappy. Oh yeah, so there's there's the typical story of some guy and his family and what happened to them, blah, blah, blah. Let's get to the poll. But they did take this poll. Uh, Data from a new poll conducted by Harris X for the Deseret News revealed a conflicted working class... Where many have experienced upward mobility, upward economic mobility during their own lives, but amid rising costs and financial instability, still find themselves skeptical. So they're experiencing upward economic mobility, um, but uh, but they're still skeptical. And then after that, it says these results get right to the heart of a long-standing debate between experts as to whether the American dream is alive and well dead or dying I so first of all i think it's funny that the american dream is something that you know is described as this is a place where people have the opportunity to do better than they might have done somewhere else and yet somehow <laughs> there are experts who sit and debate this academically i guess or however they, however they debate it i mean a long-standing debate. So, while the rest of us are out here trying to make a go of it and live, you know, and 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 take take what we got and do something with it, you got this these ex. I just picture like these experts sitting in a it's in the, a room. It, it's like the whole debating parable, whether it's real or not.
1: It's like the whole parable of um, like it's a group of scientists who are standing outside of a cave and trying to figure out if. Uh, They Like there's a sample of something they need in the cave, but they don't know if there's a bear in there or not. So they're like, before they go into the cave, they're analyzing around the cave to see if there's a bear in there before they go in. But they spend like all the time analyzing, trying to figure out something that may or may not be there. But then the other group of scientists just go in. There is no bear. They find out and they just get the sample they need and then they move on to the next cave while the other scientists are still there, skeptical of whether or not it's safe to go into the a cave. Para- what?
0: This is a real. You, did you just make this up?
1: No, I heard it somewhere. You heard this, yeah, yeah. So, but it's like that whole idea. Like, okay, instead of like, so they're analyzing,
0: nerds.
1: They're, 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 analy- they're
0: analyzing
1: whether. If anyway, he wants just go live instead, let's, let's, and like asking people. Like it seems like it's. I think polling people isn't a bad idea
0: because you know you get to you get to. I mean, remember we had Dr. Taj on and he said he was skeptical of a poll because he said, well, the poll, you can only generalize the poll to the people that have been polled. Like they didn't ask me, they didn't ask you. But good polling methodology is supposed to select a sample of people that's supposed to be like a representative sample of the, the whole. Of course, we know that, as we know from George Danner when he was on, of course, he was talking about models, but the same thing goes for polls everything reflects a bias of whoever designed the thing, so, anyway, but it makes for good conversation, so, here's, uh, right, here's a few more comments, and then I'll give you the results of this poll here, uh, the dream, though the phrase the American dream has come to mean different things since it was first popularized nearly 100 years ago, so it's good that they actually reckon, so they actually know where it came from, you could tell from this quote that whoever wrote this article at least knows where the whole concept originated. Mm. So it has come to mean different things since then. But um, now now it is most often associated with upward economic mobility. Um, It's the promise that with hard work, you can do better than your parents did before you because you can't do better than they did after you. And it's the promise that where you end up won't be dictated by where you start out. That's actually a very good definition. Mm -hmm. I like that. So... So here's the question, Now here's the poll, how many people, uh, how many people, well, let's see what the answers were, and those of you following along at home, we would love to know what you think, tell us in the comments. So the, the question is, is that notion of the American dream associated with upward economic mobility, doing better than your parents, and, your, and where you end up not being determined by where you came from, is it uh, very accessible, somewhat accessible, somewhat inaccessible, or very inaccessible. What do you think? What the result was? No, what do you think? Oh. If you were in the poll, what would you say? The American dream, very accessible, somewhat accessible,
1: somewhat inaccessible, or very inaccessible? I think it depends on the degree to which you're, you're satisfied you want with it. the success. No, no, no Oh,
0: yeah. depends on what you call success, right? Is its it... Is it
1: yeah, and it it I think it also varies on your original state, where you're starting from, because... Which is... Exa- which, okay, so I was
0: tempted to think the same thing, but the whole idea is it's not supposed to be dependent on that. On where you start? Yeah, the whole idea is that... that uh, uh It's highlighted in yellow here. It's the promise that where you end up Won't be dictated by where you start out So the whole idea is that uh, You're supposed to be able to attain A better life Upward mobility Better than your parents Irrespective of how you started What your
1: situation was True but I think that Your definition of success is Dependent on where you start so it's not so much your expectations is what you're saying what what you what
0: you expect to achieve
1: yeah, so like if you're like if the American dream is to make a hundred thousand dollars, the guy who starts somehow at nine at ninety thousand dollars versus the guy who starts at a thousand dollars does. That's a that's a ten thousand dollar difference versus a nine hundred ninety nine thousand dollar difference. So
0: so what you're saying is people, depending on where you start, some people have a bigger hill to climb.
1: Well, b- they're not going to define that hundred thousand dollar as the same. Differently, right, will, right? So
0: again, it's all it's all uh, comparative in terms of nobody's saying, and we've said this before. The idea isn't that you're necessarily going to have as great a life as that person. But you you could you could make a better life for yourself than you might have had otherwise. So, anyway, something to think about. Here's here's what the uh, here's what survey says. Thirteen percent. This is oh, this was working class adults. So, and they define working class as people that tend to. Uh, they had a particular definition of working class. I don't remember what it was here exactly, but it means basically what you would think working class means. So, of working class adults. 13% said very accessible. So that's not, I actually think that's not bad for 13% to say, yeah, it's accessible. Um, 31% said somewhat accessible. And then 37% said somewhat inaccessible. And then 20% said very inaccessible.
1: What's the difference between somewhat accessible and somewhat inaccessible? I don't know. This is how they do polls. So uh, the
0: moral of the story,
1: folks. But you can is say that- something is somewhat good or somewhat bad yeah but somewhat accessible or somewhat inex- isn't that like a glass half full or half empty thing yeah like the yeah, it's the same somewhat accessible somewhat inex- it's
0: sort of like like in football where like the guy's trying to like run the ball across the, the the first yard I mean to get to the first yard to get the first down and uh and there's a big pile up and the commentator says he may or may not have made it
1: like <laughs> Like, well, yeah. <laughs> That's the same. Correct. Way. Yeah. You are so correct. It's somewhat or anyway. Well, if something is somewhat accessible, it's somewhat inaccessible.
0: Exactly. Where's the line between one another? Anyway, the I, point I, is that less than 50 44 percent of the people surveyed fell on the positive side of this response. So not a whole lot. So it's not a majority. On the other hand, and if you're counting pluralities, the plurality said somewhat inaccessible, but the majority wasn't positive. But but 44, I think, is higher than um, if you if you just went by what you hear from certain sources in you know media or social or people people who are making a lot of noise about inequality uh, in America and you know and wanting wanting equal outcomes and needing to kind of fix the system so it works for everybody. If you listened to that message, I think that you would be surprised to know that almost half, 44% of the working class people, not the rich people, not the upper middle class, but the working class, almost half of them said, yeah, you can get there. With hard work and perseverance, you can have a better life than your parents had. Uh, do better, and you can you can get yourself somewhere that isn't dependent on where you started. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call that uh, I'm gonna call that scoring a point in the positive column. Now let's go to my favorite authority on all things the World Economic Forum. Oh yeah, love these guys. Well, I mean the entertainment value is high most of the time, so you got to give them that. Until you remember, it's real. Now this is um, now this is old. This is from twenty seventeen. Is that old? Yeah, that's five years ago. Damn. Six years ago. Six years ago. Uh, it's a, it's it, you can find us on the World Economic Forum website. Um, but and I, I expect that if they were to if you were to ask, whoever the genius was that wrote this, if you were to ask them now, they'd probably say it's even worse because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So because COVID made everything worse for the people who already had it bad. Um, uh, and here it is It starts right off The first The first sentence The American dream Is broken Damn Don't tell those 44% of those People over there That because Because uh, they don't Think it is but, but But The WEF The World Economic Forum Or is it Weef uh, they say the American dream is broken. Paul Ryan, Speaker of the House, remember when Paul Ryan was Speaker of the House? Uh, recently stated, he recently stated in 2017, that in our country, the condition of your birth does not determine the outcome of your life. Uh, however, the World Economic Forum, WEF, disagrees and says, yet the idea that every American has an equal opportunity to move up in life is False. Social mobility Mm -hmm. has declined over the past decades. Social mobility has declined, median wages have stagnated, and today's young generation is the first in modern history expected to be poorer than their parents. They don't they don't quote any I mean, they don't cite anything on these these facts that they are stating. But I I wanna But I wanna call attention to this one slight little nuance here. See if you can pick it up, folks. The idea that every American has an equal opportunity to move up in life is false. Is that what the American dream says? That you have an equal opportunity to move up in life. So when we talk about an equal opportunity, equal opportunity, is that an equal opportunity to move up? What does that mean, an equal opportunity to move up in life? I don't even know how to quantify that. Equal, so if you say everybody has the opportunity to do better than they might have if they work hard, if they're dedicated, if they're right, if they do whatever they got to do, right? Everybody has the opportunity to do better. That's different from saying everybody has the equal opportunity to move up. To me, equal opportunity to move up sounds like everybody has the, equal oppor- the opportunity to sort of equally move to the same level of whatever success is. And I don't think anybody ever, I, I, don't, I don't think, if you look at, like, that's not it. Like, nobody's saying that.
1: Well, yeah, like you said, how do you quantify that? And that's what people with the, uh, um, with these sort of arguments do, is they convolute, they take a statement that sounds like something you, that would be said. And that was retarded, what I just said. Oh, can we use the R word? <laughs> yeah. Hey, know. the Cully one sailed through, so I don't know. Um, but but they'll take a statement that you would hear like, oh, the American dream, whatever, you know, what, what do you say? The American dream equal, I can't even remember what said. Equal
0: opportunity to move. To so the idea, equality, that every America, the idea that every American has an I equal say, opportunity <laughs> My cloud. Here's Lobby another version. Here's another thing um, Anyway, I di- we don't have time to dig into these too much I just kind of want to throw these out for future consideration Here, They also say this The lottery of life The postcode where you were born Can account for up to two thirds Of the wealth an individual generates So that is very specific So what they're saying is w- Where you were born And what uh, And, and what, what your station In life is is can account for two thirds of the wealth that you generate. I, I, I would like to see the spreadsheet that calculates that number. But anyway,
1: why 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 not just say something that's easier?
0: Um, the growing gap between the rich and the poor, the old and the young, has been largely and, and so then the, so so naturally our friends at the WeF. From there, they use this as a as a launch jump off point to say. That basically, the problem is that government policy is not effectively redistributing redist- redistributing wealth, uh, which it ought to be doing. And uh, let's see. Um, uh, there's a lot here about the, the history of, of easy credit. Actually, some of the things they say, I really agree with. Um, like they say, for example... Uh, Inequality is much more than a side effect Of free market capitalism I think it's funny that they consider inequality This part I don't agree with Inequality is not a side effect Of free market capitalism But nonetheless They say it's much more than that It is a symptom of policy negligence Where for decades Credit and monetary stimulus shortcuts Too easily substituted for structural reform Investment and economic strategy I kind of agree with that Um I agree with that in the sense that the Keynesian economic policy of credit and monetary stimulus is what got us into this mess. I don't think that structural reform is what gets us out. But nonetheless, they say that capitalism has been incredibly successful at boosting wealth. <laughs> okay, I can't even read this with sort a of straight face. Listen to this. capitalism has been in, Capitalism has been incredibly successful at boosting wealth.
1: But it has failed at redistributing it. Redistributing it. Redistributing see, it's it. always, always the good of, of the people. What do we do? Oh wow, this is great. It's worked for so many people, but it didn't work for everybody. So I, I don't, uh, I, I don't. I think the day that we. That's try why you to, need to have less babies, so then it's easier to do it I for mean, everybody. It's Not the back porch edition. So anyway, that's what the wef
0: says. Let's see, what else can we, what else can we look at here? How are we doing on time? I know I was supposed to be watching on time, but I forgot to notice what time we started. There's a little timer on the thing over there. Twenty-five. Uh, okay. Now, I want to I want to throw this in. This is this is a little sidebar, but um, but Side I think that bar. it is interesting. This is from. This was uh, when was this? This was also in twenty seventeen. The reason, so the reason I found this is because the WEF article cites this and so they they were they, they happened at the same time uh, this is an, a CNBC article that was written by Nishka Chandran oh my and uh, on Jan- canceled canceled January 25th 2017
1: 25th was that the was, the, was that the tragic day no, no it's 2017 it's way before all right now
0: Here's the. Uh, I think you can hear me scratching my. But head actually, the so the, but this is just a journalist who's reporting on this. The headline says the U.S. is no longer a full democracy. E I U. Were you sounding out the vowels there? E I U warned. So there's some organization E-I- called the E I U. Now listen to this. This is great. The U.S. That's us. Here has been demoted from a full democracy to a flawed democracy. For the first time, according to the Economist Intelligence Unit, the Economist Intelligence Intelligence Unit, the EIU, who, I, I have who, no idea who they are. Who 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 selected those guys? It's a company. It's some. Did we? It's some. Okay, now I think it's funny that so by all accounts of every political science and economic scholar that's ever uh, been. Worth listening to. Democracy itself is flawed. It's not perfect. No government is perfect. Um, This is why so many different governments have been tried. This is why the Romans went through how many different? There was. It was an empire. Seven. It was a republic. Then it was an empire. Four. Then it was a republic again. Yeah. Then they started letting like foreign military captains take control of regions, and, which is kind of what which we're was the doing now. Of special interest groups, which right? Yeah.
1: Because we sell data to China and such. So right. 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 The AC is on full blast. Yeah. AC is on full blast. All right. Well, we may have to fix that. I think that's, um, I think it's on my mic. So uh, <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> we're in a storm. Does it sound like we're? Always- <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't make me laugh I'm still getting over this cough um yeah I mean this is why what was the the Winston Churchill quote I, I want to get it right because people always say it wrong Churchill on the market so loud what that's <laughs> so loud it's really loud above the all right we did not sorry folks we did not realize that the AC unit here was going to be uh, as rambunctious. However, I will say it's like 105 degrees here in Houston, Texas Perfect. today. So and here's the democracy quote. All right, Winston Churchill, November 11th, 1947, said, "Many forms of government have been tried. I think right there, sometimes people don't appreciate that part. Many forms of government have been tried. In, uh, since time they, immemorial,
1: they, they just haven't done That's it right. That's
0: my Sicilian relatives would say. Many forms of government have been tried and will be tried in this world of sin and woe. Mm. No one, no one pretends that democracy is perfect or all wise. Indeed, it has been said that democracy is the worst form of government. Except for all those other forms that have been tried from time to time, so basically, so democ- many words. Democracy is the worst, the worst, the worst te- type of government, except for all the other ones. So nobody has ever said it, that it's perfect, and yet our friends here at the uh, where is this thing? Um, oh, where are all those guys? Oh man, I, I I lost my page when I went to here. Where, okay, CNBC at the what is it? EIU, the Economic. Instigator Union or something like that. Oh, see now I can't get here. It is the economic, the Economist Intelligence Unit now calls us a flawed, a flawed democracy. Um, every year, so here's a little background. Every year, the firm, uh, the firm being the Economist, Economist Intelligence Unit, every year their democracy index. So check this out, democracy index. Provides a snapshot Of global democracy By scoring countries On five categories So they've like So What's your democracy score? Um, but hey Sounds like ESG score Apparently they make money Doing this so Free market capitalism uh, Here's the five categories Electoral process And pluralism Okay well I have Philosophical disagreements With that um, Civil liberties Yes the functioning of government Obviously were broken Political participation Kind of broken And political culture All the way broken I can see why maybe they've con- So while I think it's kind of uh, Funny that They've come up with this Like scoring system What
1: didn't they just choose Um uh, uh Categories that Like That are obviously Gonna get bad scores on
0: well, for us, yeah, but apparently they've been doing this for some time now. America's score fell to seven point nine eight last
1: year. Who, who is seven? Down who is this? From, down Does he from, live in the Arctic where he's like just separate from? Down from eight point zero five. Oh, no. oh Twenty fifteen. No. Which, by the way, we to get a demo score. So
0: <laughs> we fell below the eight point zero zero
1: threshold for a full democracy what so we are now a flawless democracy if god didn't establish this then i don't know how we can give it any credit i
0: i I think i think it's really funny um but i i really just don't know what to say about that but anyway there's a rating system and and, Who uh, it, who's doing it, this rating? The econ, it, Economist Intelligence Unit, the EIU.
1: I I didn't like the EIU. That. I didn't. That's a that's a song. That's that McDonald's song.
0: Yeah yeah you. Um, all right, moving right
1: along. So, but old McDonald got, got his farm what? revoked. You got because that or whatever. He had worked. a poor ESG score and, and now, it negatively impacted our demo rating. And now. Hmm. And now, the
0: piece de resistance from the New York Times, of all places, an opinion piece in the New York Times um, from 2019. So, so so, this is like February 2019, so right before, like a month before that. Remember that thing that happened where people were getting sick?
1: Well, it was a month before, but it was... It was... It was five years. Don't say, it, it. Don't, say it. Don't say Into it. the planet. I'm just oh, saying. We can't say that. <laughs> we didn't say. We didn't say it though.
0: Okay. All right. So,
1: papers from 2014.
0: Right here, folks, in the New York Times. Can you see that? The American dream is alive and well. Damn.
1: They didn't get the memo
0: in the New York Times, folks. Um, right there, see? Is it focused? Can you see it? Yeah. Okay. Sure. The American dream is alive and well, according to the New York Times. Ah, it's an opinion piece, so we can't hold the New York Times. It's not. It's an opinion. It's outside opinion. It's not a uh, editorial piece, um, and it's written by Dr. Samuel J. Abrams, who is a political scientist director. Who uh, he's a professor of politics at Sarah Lawrence College and a visiting fellow at the American Enterprise Institute. Let's talk about the worst title that somebody can have, which is Visiting fellow? No, fellow. You can't. Fellow is a big deal. But I think it's... So this guy's from the American Enterprise Institute, which I'm a big fan of. I just think it's funny that the Times actually published something from somebody. But anyway, they did. And so here's what he says. The American dream is alive and well. Most people in this country say that they are living it. By what they, But what they mean by the phrase might surprise you. Now, let's just hit this really quick. chair chair's going to fall apart under me. Your chair's fine. Uh, but the, the furniture in Studio B is not as good as the furniture in Studio A. He says, I am pleased to report that the American dream is alive and well for an overwhelming majority of Americans.
1: So... If you If you regularly Smoke weed in America You cannot say The American dream is dead Funny you should say that So listen This claim Might
0: sound far-fetched Given the cultural climate Of the United States Uh, And he gives some examples Of some of the more You know More feisty aspects Of uh, the cultural climate At that time 2019 um, he says uh, Opportunities to ach- Opportunities to achieve mm-hmm. material Success and social mobility Through hard honest work Which many people including me Have assumed to be the core idea Of the American dream appear To be diminishing so let me say that again Because it was better on, on paper So he says uh, "What's What's changing is the idea of the American dream which we traditionally think of as opportunities to do better and to move up through hard, honest work. That is changing. Americans, it turns out, have something else in mind when they talk about the American dream and they believe they are living it. Last year, the American Enterprise Institute and I joined forces with the research center NORC at I the University of Chicago. Okay. So they surveyed Nationally, uh, you know, the right people, presumably. And uh, about their attitudes toward community and society. It was a deep survey. It was a deep sample, not just random ones. So uh, so I they made sure that they were sick. reaching reaching Americans in all walks of life. Rural, urban, ex-urban, and so on. What's ex-urban?
1: Former I know Keith Urban, urban but I don't know ex-urban. Like places that have been... Um
0: Used to be urban. They're not anymore?
1: Yeah. What is that called? Suburbs. No, when they go in and... Oh. Clean the place up. Gentrification? Yeah.
0: Our findings were released under Okay. What the survey found... Survey says... About the American dream came as a surprise to me. Me being Dr. Samuel. What's his name? Uh, Abrams. When Americans were asked... What makes the American dream a reality? They did not say the typical, what we typically said about upward mobility and wealth and all that. Instead, 85, 85%, 85% indicated that to have freedom of choice in how to live was essential to achieving the American dream. So to your point about if you smoke weed, you can't complain that the American dream is dead. Bingo, that's we know what happens when you go to Russia and with weed. Yeah. Yeah, it takes like a like takes a lot to get you back. Um
1: even if it means trading eighty five percent arms dealer.
0: Eighty five percent indicated that to have freedom of choice in how to live.
1: Freedom of
0: choice. Um also get this. Eighty three percent said that a good family life is essential. That's a whole other topic, but um, nah, don't have babies. But eighty-five percent's a lot in any poll. We don't need right. babies. Um, so what they're saying Growing is that the American dream is alive and well, but but we don't think of it anymore in terms of upward mobility and success. What's more important is that we just get to choose to live the way we want to. I wonder if because of um, you know maybe one of the the, the benefits of social media and more sort of ubiquitous visibility to everything that's happening in the world. Maybe people are starting to realize that if I lived somewhere else, I might not be able to live the way
1: I want (laughs) to (laughs) live. If you want good upper mobility, work on your pull-ups. That's a good point.
0: Um, uh, The traditional factors were uh, less important. Only 16% said that to achieve the American dream, they believed it was essential to become wealthy. Only 45% said it was essential to have a better quality of life than your parents. Uh, and 49% said having a successful career. Now, 45 and 49% are pretty strong numbers in a survey, but not like 85%. So, um, nineteen eighty-five. the data show that most Americans believe themselves to be achieving this version of the American dream with 41% reporting that their families are already living the American dream And another 41% that they are well on their way to doing so Now, so 41% said we're there And another 41% said we're on our way And only 18% said it's out of reach for me, I can't reach it So this is remarkable And, and just to, to, to review The survey was conducted by NORC And uh, and the University of Chicago. um, And it's a... It offered deep samples of Americans, not just random ones, so that researchers can be confident they are reaching Americans in all walks of life. So, uh, polls are polls, but... Now, when you contrast the WEF, our friends at the WEF... The WEF. The WEF. The WEF says the the American Dream is broken. The WEF says the American Dream is broken. Social mobility has declined over the past decades, median wages, pff, and, uh, and, and basically life is shit for most people, and the American dream is out of reach. Meanwhile, that was in 2017, meanwhile, in 2019, this survey says that people are like, I'm living the dream, or I'm about to be living the dream, by the way, I don't give a shit about upward mobility, well, I care about it, I care about it 41%. But what I really care about is that I can live my life. I can choose to live my life the way I want to. Your thoughts? By the way, folks, tell us what you think in the comments.
1: That goes for you too, banana shit,
0: banana shit. If you are watching or listening,
1: was there a number after banana shit or was it just banana shit? Banana shit. It was just banana the Mister Banana shit. Definitely want to know what you. M D. And I'm serious about that. Trevor, what do you think? You don't know until you try. you talking about smoking weed or what? Are you? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I guess you wouldn't, you don't, but... Um, no, but, but, like, it's like what we were talking about with those scientists, or the, the analysts before. It was... Like, like you got these i know so many other people my age that being the youngsters uh, that you are the um, early 20s who complain about how the american dream is dead and how they can't succeed do it, get anything done be a, uh, accomplished but like i know them and they're not like trying they're not right they're not trying
0: Okay, so this is a good perspective because these aren't just people in a the survey. These are people who you hear them bitching, but then you actually see how they're living their life.
1: Yeah. And they're like in college for their fifth year, getting more debt. Okay, if I was going to a school with teachers and tests and homework like a child. <laughs> And every half year I'm attaining more debt and I have no social life other than getting boozed up and, 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 and washed out, then, yeah, America sounds pretty shit. I would think the dream is not attainable hmm. So I'm just digging myself a hole. But that's not what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm doing what I want yeah and you get to choose to i think i think this this freedom
0: to choose now there's another thing well we'll get into it another time we need to do another episode on on electoral majority and how you steer a country and things like that but but i think that in spite of all the things that maybe we worry about on all sides of the of the or I was gonna say on all sides of the spectrum, but like like people on all Gender sides spectrum. of the issues um, are all concerned that our freedoms are being taken away i mean i I'm concerned about that lots of times when I hear about things um and and certainly if you're if you're deep in the bowels of social media then <laughs> bowels. uh you know that you Swerve. know you're constantly being like somebody's constantly sounding the alarm life is horrible
1: life is terrible but the guy who's telling you that is wearing an awfully nice suit
0: yeah um but you know a couple of years ago well i guess it's been 2019 i guess it's i guess that's what four years ago 80 something percent of at least the people surveyed said yeah the um well this is what the American dream is to me it's about living being able to choose the way I live and that's not inconsistent with you know so the guy uh, writing that article made the point that it's different from what he was, what he thought the traditional idea of the American dream with upper mobility etc this is different and it is different it's a different version of the American dream but it's not inconsistent because I uh, guess it's not we gotta wrap up but Um, but the notion of choosing to live the way I want to live most 80 something percent of people say, I'm living the dream because of that. And I live here and I don't live somewhere else where I wouldn't be able to choose to live the way I want to live. That's a big deal. And then even then 40 some odd percent of, you know, working class, however that was defined, people said, at least had a positive view that said the traditional view of the American dream and upward mobility and doing better than my parents, it's within reach. You know, it depends on how hard you work, depends on how bad you want it, but it's within reach. So none of that sounds like I, I, I don't think it doesn't sound like we need to uh, have somebody from some, some uh, WEEF people coming East. in and redistributing our wealth for us. Uh, so the system's not perfect, but... Well, we, and like, we
1: addressed the problems with redistributing wealth in our last episode, first yeah, of did. the back porch conspiracy. Yeah. Anytime somebody
0: wants to redistribute your wealth, guess where they're redistributing it. All right, are we done? I think that's it. So we just wanted to throw out some of these things reflecting directly on the American dream. What do we think about it? What do people think about it? Tell us what you think about it in the comments. And, uh, and, if, you're, and if you want to be on the show and talk about this, I'm not saying you definitely can, but maybe you can. Just get in touch with us.
1: That that goes for you, too, banana shit. And banana shit, for sure. Mr. Dr. Banana Shit. That's it. What does he have? Does he have anything? Turn it off. Do we have to? (laughs) We're tired.